What a... And g'day, I'm Michael. And I'm Janet, and welcome to this week's episode of About. Today, we talk about coming out, Sam's story. A couple of months ago, one of our kids' friends had listened to our podcasts and said, I'd like you to do an episode about coming out. Every person's journey on coming out is different and to be respected and accepted as it is. Many years ago, I was given some really invaluable, emotionally intelligent advice about this topic from some gay friends. And it goes like this. People often speculate about someone's sexual orientation, and when they do come out, they're often met with the response including, in a smug tone, I always knew you were, or why did you take so long? Listen up, people. Here's the thing. Don't ask. It's not your business and it never was. So keep your speculations and your opinions to yourself. Do you approach your straight friends and say, are you straight? No, you don't. No, you don't ask their preferences. So wait until the person is ready or not. They may never be. Pretty simple. Don't ask. And when a person does come out, hold space for them. Engage your respect and trust muscles. It takes courage and you need to rise to the occasion and be kind and decent. We are truly honoured that Sam has decided to share his story with us and we trust that our listeners will take away some wisdom, courage, empathy and heart sense. What a g'day and welcome Sam. We're honoured to have you on About. To start with, we'd like you to give our listeners a little bit of background on you. Over to you Sam. Thanks, Janet and Mitch, and thank you for inviting me to come on your podcast and to talk about such an important, relevant and significant topic. Um, for everyone out there, my name is Sam. I'm 19 years old today, and I... Happy birthday! <laughs> and I um, am going to be talking about my coming out experience and talking about some points that I think are really important and I hope that um, anyone listening can take away some something new from this. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Probably one of the biggest questions, Sam, is you know, how do you know when you're ready to come out? I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about coming out mm -hmm. um, and when the timing is right. I think that it's very easy to get lost in what society and family and friends and what everyone wants you to think and feel about coming out. You know it's time to come out when you're ready, when you know that the life you're living prior to coming out isn't the life you want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. Personally, I never had to officially come out to my parents. It was in a casual conversation with mum in the car. I'd been on a date with a guy and mum just thought I was seeing a friend. She picked me up and she's like, how did it go? And super casually, super breezy, I was like, yeah, it was so good. We kissed and mum was like, wow, that's great. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she was happy for me. And in terms of coming out to your family, that's how it should be. And I know not everyone is privileged to have such a smooth sailing coming out experience. Yeah, imagine. For sure. Mm -hmm. And for me... I was ready to, and for anyone else that's listening or anyone that's going through a similar experience, you know it's time to come out when you want those around you to know and you want to be your most authentic self. I think that you need to try and stray away from the pressure that everyone puts on you about coming out 
and do it when you're ready. And if you're not ready, don't do it. It's pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's fantastic. And Sam, as we mentioned, the advice that we both received that we talked about at the very start, that it really isn't anybody else's business except the individual. You'd yeah. have to agree with that a million percent, yeah? Yeah. So people listening, if you are if you have someone in your family or in your friendship group, let them do things at their own time. Their own time. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So you mentioned before, Sam, too, you know, the expectations that other people had, you know, about you coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And just, you know, like I suppose the pre- you said the pressure and the expectations. I mean, personally for myself, I've always been very in touch with my femininity. I've always expressed myself how I want to and I've never really let the social expectations of what is considered normal define me. I've always been very expressive in the way I present myself, whether that's my appearance or whether that's the way I act or my mannerisms. And a lot of the time, the stigma around being gay is that you are a lot more in touch with your feminine side. You portray yourself in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. it's very easy, especially in high school and in primary school, for kids to assume that you're different and that comes along with the tag of being gay. (laughs) Yeah. I, for myself, didn't let that bother me until it got to the point where you can't just let it not bother you anymore. Absolutely. And there's a stigma, as you mentioned earlier, the expectations, the stigma, the society, the societal sort of, barrage that you you'd be exposed to it made it's cruel it's really cruel and we're really hoping that the you guys and the generation leading the charge now are going to stop this cruelty Mm. and i think the conversation has already been started i mean even in my short time here it has already changed so much in primary school it was still such a such a violent word that was used to be gay was a bad thing and people would use it as an insult and i mean you would know what it's like firsthand if something's bad that's gay if something's not cool that's gay and it's used in in such a way where it no longer means how you choose to identify yourself not choose that's such a bad word to use no no i understand i understand what you're saying that yeah it's 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 not a derogatory term now and never should it have been and may it never be again. Like let's just, you know, work this generation mm-hmm. coming and, and the olds like us and and gratis to your parents for your mum being so cool because that's how we should be. Uh, Mick and I talk quite a bit about a Persian poet called Khalil Gibran and he has a poem called Your Children and Not Your Children. They are life's longing for itself. So when you think about that, whatever, whoever and however you identify is just perfect. And I think, you know, creds to your mum and dad and any mum and dad listening out there, listen up. Sam's mum had just the right approach. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think that's the best way and the best advice you can give to any parent who may suspect or even think that their child is anything other than, 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 than the... And don't say normal because normal is a setting on a dryer. <laughs> no, for sure. Anyone who identifies as something as society used to consider as mm. the norm 
I think that the best way to go about it is to just be casual and allow your child to come to you when they're ready. Don't put any pressure on them. Don't start the conversation unless they start it with you. And if they do go about it as casually as you want to, it doesn't need to be like a formal coming out experience. Your child doesn't need to sit you down and have this serious conversation where there's tears and where it builds up this, this huge, like moment that everyone expects will happen when you come out. And I think a big sort of um, reasoning for all of that is, you know, growing up, there was a handful of LGBT movies that I would watch. And in all of those movies, there was that peak moment, like the climax of the protagonist coming out. Mm. Right. Yep. And growing up, you can't help but to sort of look at that and take inspiration from that and think that's what I need to have yeah the, mod- the modeling towards the media example which i think happens as you know in those formative years you watch stuff or listen to stuff and you think oh, okay that's what i need to aspire to but your message today is really clear sam and that is it's not a hollywood movie you just do things when you're ready and we ask your loved ones everybody's loved ones around those people the individual who's coming to whatever realization they are just to really respect it Stand back, hold space, you know, do do mm. the right thing. Yeah, yeah? well yeah. said. D- does does coming out actually change anything in your life? For me, it didn't, other mm. than the fact that I can be myself and I no longer feel afraid to come yeah. home and tell my parents and my family about my life and the life I'm living and the relationships I have and the experiences that I have. Prior to coming out, I always tiptoed around the question, mm. especially in family situations. Dad, especially, you know, do you have a girlfriend? Are you talking to any girls? Yeah. And I would tiptoe around. I'd be like, oh, no, dad, I'm not. And the same goes with grandparents and friends yeah. and anyone in that same situation. When you come out and when you're ready to come out and when you're ready to be honest with yourself, it makes everything so much easier on yourself because you knew you were ready and you can be who you want to be. And that's what coming out is about. Yeah. It's not about anyone else. It's about yourself. Yeah. And so it's that, about you being genuine to yourself. For sure. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I could say to anyone that's had the experience is don't do it for other people. And if that's the reason that you're going in to it for, don't. Yeah. When you're ready, you will know. And if you're not, you're not ready. Mm. It's Sound that advice. simple. Yeah. Very sound advice, Sam. Um, One of the other things that we sort of were wondering about is why doesn't sexuality define who you are? I think especially with being gay, there are so many stereotypes that are put out there. Um, I myself, my, my partner definitely doesn't fit the stereotype that's surrounding um, anyone who identifies as LGBT. Whereas I meet some of that criteria, but I don't let it define me. And it's so easy to get caught up in it, especially in, in my age group. Being gay, gay is cool. You know, you're trendy. You mm. wear the, the trendy fits and you, you, you walk the walk and you do the talk. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to be lost in that world and to try and hold yourself up on this pedestal and fit this image that you're meant to fill. Being gay isn't a lifestyle. It isn't a fashion accessory. It isn't 
a trend. It's who you are and it's the preference that you have in your life. Yep. It's not something that has to define you and something that has to change your entire life. No. If you're a guy who enjoys sport and you're out there kicking the footy every weekend and your close circle of mates are all guys, that's fine. Coming out isn't going to change that experience for you. Because you're coming out and you're being authentic to yourself, it doesn't mean you need to change anything about yourself. You're still who you are and you still can have those relationships that you want and it's not going to change your life in the way that everyone expects it to be. Yep. Yep. Um, It was interesting with the... uh was it a soccer player that came out? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I was really happy for every other young and aspiring and current player. I'm really hoping that that will go to the other codes of sport um, and that whoever the brave souls are lead the way for everybody coming up so that they have the freedom to be themselves Um I'd encourage that as much as possible, you know, in the conversations that people have around sport. I think it's great if people can open their hearts to it, Sam, and let people be who they are, who we were born to be. For sure. And and that's the biggest thing. You are who you are and coming out isn't going to change that. Whatever you become from this experience it's who you are. You're going to follow the path you're meant to take and you're going to stay true to yourself no matter what. And the best piece of advice that I myself as someone who came out at a young age can give to someone who maybe hasn't come out as of yet is just be yourself and don't change yourself for anyone else. If you enjoy footy, keep playing footy. If you enjoy dance, continue to dance. If you enjoy singing, sing. Do what makes you happy and choose to to tell those that you love if that's something that you feel is necessary. Yeah, yeah, as we've talked about, at the right time. Um, Sam, anybody who is listening who is struggling with fear around their family or social circles, are there any groups or uh, sites or you know, places where they can get some help. Obviously, you know, your GP for counselling, but have, are there any bodies that you know about to help anybody struggling? Yeah, absolutely. Um, d- depending on, on your age, if you're under 18, Kids Helpline is a great resource. Um, I've used them myself when I was younger, um, not just about coming out experiences, but with coming out as well. Excellent. Yeah. Um, a great resource. They're so great. And and that grows up to 21 as well. So anyone Brilliant. up to the age of 21 in, in Australia. Um, Beyond Blue, as I know we've mentioned before, yep. and Lifeline as well are really great um, services to be using. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, Sam's just mentioned you've got Kids Helpline up to 21 years of age. You've got Lifeline and Beyond Blue in Australia. Now, if you're listening in another country, please please contact your local GP, your doctor. Have the conversation and find out who you can contact. There's always going to be someone to help you. There's a community of helpers. Life's pretty wonderful like that. We, mm. We're lucky that we – there are. There are good souls out there. So please, if you're struggling, reach out and get that help. It's really important. Um, going, going back to – so you said, you know, um, your mum really 
you know, she just it just she just took it in a stride and it was like you know almost like that's lovely dear and and beautiful and you said your dad was a little different and and dad's can you know that's probably for for guy you know for gay guys out there that's that's probably the the tricky one with dads and their and dad's expectations right um and knowing that you know being a dad myself so was there any other backlash from family members or friends i think that the biggest the biggest misconception about coming out is that you do it once. You come out once and that's it. Mm. That's not how coming out works. You are constantly coming out. <laughs> you are constantly having to remind yourself and remind other people that you aren't going to be subject to what everyone will choose for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Everyone has their own um, thoughts and ideology about sexuality. Sexuality is so fluid. And I think that even the definitions that we put on sexuality isn't valid anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that sexuality is such a fluid and personal and unique thing that's different to every single person. Yep. I can obviously only speak on my experiences, but personally with coming out to my family, my dad was probably one of the biggest barriers to try and overcome. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Parents and um, especially your grandparents and your fathers, they have this um, bond with with their sons and they have this image that they've got of, you know, kicking the footy Mm -hmm. and doing all these manly things and heading out to the bush and shooting a pig or or, (laughs) or whatever their... Their, uh, their hobbies are. Mm. My dad, um, he loves aviation. It's the biggest thing that, that he enjoys. And right. my whole life, he's tried to shove that down my throat. Yeah. And I can respect and appreciate and value how much he wants to guide me because I know that's what he wants at the end of the day. Yeah. Coming out to him in his mind threatened that. Yeah. He thought that just as many other people um, tend to do is get lost in the stereotypes and lost in the misconceptions that coming out is going to change who you were prior to coming mm. out. And that that's what it, that's all it is. Your parents especially know you so well. And once they have some time to reflect and understand that, Hey, just because my child has told me that they're gay, it doesn't change who they are no. or who they were yesterday. No. They're the same person today as they were a week ago. And once your family, parents, friends, anyone who you've chosen and trusted to come out to realizes that your relationship will go back to the way it was. Mm. And it was the same experience with my dad. And if anything, it made us closer. Brilliant. Yeah. That's beautiful, mate. Thank you for sharing that. No, of course. And thank you to your folks. They've raised a beautiful, Mm. beautiful, beautiful Sam. Oh, bless. Yeah. And are there any other things that you'd like to share with, you know, with people that are that are going through what you went through? You know, if, and I'm not saying that in that way because it's if I go back to what you were saying before, you know, like when you're coming out and you go to your parents, I never came out to my mum and said, I'm straight, mum. <laughs> no, it, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's a film that I really love um, and they've got a really great scene where they make light and shed light on, on that exact yeah. situation. Um Love Simon. If I don't know if anyone's seen it or if you two yourselves beautiful. have should seen we see it. it, we will see it. You should yeah. definitely watch okay. it. It's Love Simon. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in the movie where um, all of the heterosexuals um, in the film come out to their parents as straight. And 
when you look at it in that light, mm. it makes no sense. No. no. <laughs> and the whole concept of coming out is it's honestly been created by us because we feel that we owe it to others to tell them that we aren't like everyone else. And But who is? No, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. And especially yeah. now that everyone is starting to become more comfortable and more woke as everyone's progressing and, and becoming mm. more open-minded, you do and you realise that there is no norm anymore no. and no one is that, you know, that picket fence house and living that stereotype life that mm. that you see in like those 70 films and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a concept brought up in the 50s, I think. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Um, no but exactly and coming out is so it's such a an, an unnecessary thing but it's something that we choose to do because we feel that we're ready for mm. that. Yep. If you don't come out, that's fine. If you come yeah. home to your family one day and you bring a guy and you are a guy yourself, let it be. Mm. Like yeah. Don't let the concept of coming out be a necessity and be something that you have to do yeah. because yeah. you really don't have so, yeah, to. It's, it's letting go that pressure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Hollywood stereotype pressure, mm. the media-driven yeah, experience. So as we, we spoke about in the, in the intro today, uh, respect each other's decisions and just hold space. It's again, I'm just going to come back to just hold space for each other in whatever, I mean, gosh, crises are everywhere and yeah, hold space and just be at peace and let, let people express themselves safely, you know, in a, just safely. You don't need to, as we mentioned earlier, roll your eyes and say always new or blah, blah, blah. Those smart ass comments just are totally unnecessary. Yeah. And they're just not warranted. So don't think you're being smart by saying them because you're actually not. <laughs> no. and, and don't worry. I've said those things before as well. It, yeah. Ignorantly. So have I. Um, and, and that's another really um, great conversation to have as well is you are going to experience some negative feedback no matter what. People nowadays, um, depending on on your situation and your relationships, but you're always going to have those who, for whatever reason, have it being insecurities or them seeing something in you that they even see in themselves, but don't want to admit yeah. mm -hmm. someone is always going to have some mean comment or some nasty comment to say, and it will affect you. And it's not a case of, of, of your parents saying, don't let it bother you because that is something that happened to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, Everyone tells you, oh, don't let it get to you. Don't let it bother you. You can't. No, of course you can't. Easier when, said than done. Exactly. When something is so personal and so true to yourself, you can't help but to let it get to you. But all of that is overcome with the positive and supportive feedback and behavior that you receive from everyone else. Mm. And the best advice that you can give to anyone coming out is surround yourself with people who will support you, whether yep. that be friends or family. Yep. Yep. And being in, you know, my youth at the moment, your friends are your family. They are. They're so close to you and they're so supportive of you and they love you so unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And I would honestly compare it to your parents in a way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? That continues through life. 
Yeah. It does, trust me. No. That's <laughs> I've got I got friends that are just family to me. Yeah. yeah. We've got friends yeah. that go way, 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 way yeah. back. Forty, yeah. fifty years. I've got some friends. I'm fifty five next week and I've got a couple of friends I've known since I was two. So, you know, your friends are your family. They're an extended family, so choose wisely. And as you said, choose ones that are going to support you. And you can let you can let the others you know, if if someone can't accept then then they're just best left and wish them well and move on you know and that's another really good point as well that you're not always going to have people who accept you and it's okay to not have people that accept you because there will be people that will accept you and whether it's a matter of finding those people or it's a matter of distancing yourself from those who don't Mm -hmm. it's completely personal and it's a decision that you need to make to figure out what it is that you want in your life Mm -hmm. And it's always wise to remember too, it's their issue, it's their problem, yeah. it's not yours. If they don't accept you, that's their that's their thing. And it's their loss yeah. often. Mm. But it's best just, yeah, to wish each other well when that, when that sort of parting ways happen. But Sam, we are absolutely honoured that you've been our first guest on About. Um, I would hope that everybody listening, as we mentioned earlier, will take away some courage and some wisdom and some heart sense. And as we mentioned earlier, if they are, if anyone is struggling, please go to Kids Helpline if you're under 21 or Beyond Blue or Lifeline and please also contact your medical professional, your doctor, someone you can trust. Um, you're not going to be alone. You are going to be okay. Sam, I'm so proud to have you here today. So thank you so much. And for, for all our listeners, you know, it's just what a privilege to have such a great young gentleman in here today with us, just sharing honest honest discussion about a really personal topic. So Aww, thank you. It's It's been a privilege. Thank you so much for trusting me to come on your beautiful podcast. And thank you for um, talking about such a powerful topic. Anyway, we love you. If anyone out there is, is, um, is yeah, wanting to connect or get more information, just uh, drop us an email. At info at chrysalis group. That's C-H-R-Y-S-A-L-L-I-S-G-R-O-U-P dot com dot au. So if you have any further question that you'd like to ask Sam or Michael or myself, drop us a line. Otherwise, love and blessings until next time. See ya. Bye. <laughs>